the nonprofit MBA purpose is to provide new business insights and fresh creative ideas for executive directors and their teams that will help them improve their organization. Here is your host, Stephen Halasnik. Welcome, everyone. My name is Stephen Halasnik, and I will be your host for today's nonprofit MBA podcast. I am co-founder of Financing Solutions, and Financing Solutions is the leading provider in the United States for the past 12 years in lines of credit for small nonprofits. If you are interested in learning more about getting a line of credit, please visit our website at nonprofitmbapodcast.com. Uh, again, that's nonprofitmbapodcast.com. And today's sponsor, and we also have him as a guest on today's podcast as well, is Arrays Fast Fund Online, which is a cloud-based uh, a system that seamlessly integrates nonprofit fund accounting, fundraising, and payroll in a single solution. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer that you should get software that's specifically built for your industry. And Arrays um, is, you know, accounting software that is specifically made for nonprofits. In fact, I'm on the board of two nonprofits and one of my one of the nonprofits I'm on the board with just switched to a raise. So, um, you know, we're a big proponent of it. Um, if you're interested in learning more, please visit their website, raise.com. It's A-R-A-I-Z-E.com. Or you can call them at 866-840-7449. Um, today's topic is fundraising for newer nonprofits that haven't raised much money yet. Uh, and our guest, of course, is the CEO of Arrays, uh, Joseph Scarano. And, uh, and again, we've kind of gotten into what this, their software does, but uh, Joe is also uh, an inactive CPA and he has spent over 40 years providing accounting services and software to the nonprofit industry. He also has served on numerous nonprofit boards as treasurer. Joe, welcome again to your, I think your fourth uh, time you've been on the Nonprofit MBA podcast. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate you having me. And hello, everyone. I uh, hope everyone's doing well. Yeah, so we're going to jump right into today's topic, which is fundraising for newer nonprofits. Um, what what have you, you know, we're going to jump right into it. What, what have you seen with the issues in relation to nonprofits that haven't started going in the fundraising route? Well, um, we deal with all sizes, types, and varieties of nonprofits, and quite a few startup nonprofits. You know, someone has an idea to start a nonprofit, whether it's a social service-based nonprofit, um, animal welfare, um, environmental, eco- ecological. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, ecology or um, education, and um, unfortunately, some really have no idea how they're going to keep their nonprofit up and running. The, you know, if they're relatively small, typically their initial funding stream is themselves. You know, they'll throw money into the nonprofit. They don't have any employees, so there's not a lot of um, expenses to cover. But if they want to um, start a mission where whatever their mission is, it takes resources. And so 
anyone who's starting a, a bit, whether it's a regular business or a nonprofit, you need to establish a, a business model, a business plan. And, you know, for nonprofit professionals, identifying funding sources and, and deciding, you know, what types of funding models they're going to pursue is probably the most uh, challenging task, you know, to get them up and running. So, you know, it, they, they really have to have a, a, a really good understanding of, number one, what is the need for the nonprofit that they are starting? If, if there's a, a, a really uh, uh, desperate, dire need for the services that they're going to provide as a nonprofit, they should be able to find um, good um, so sources of funding. So, you know, any business, whether you're for-profit or non-profit, you need uh, financial resources to, you know, to stay in business. So non-profits obviously are not a a any exception to that rule. You know, even if you have 100% volunteers, there are some uh, expenses that, are, that you're going to incur. So you need to have funding to cover those expenses. You know, friends and family, donations coming, you know, th that, that could cover some initial costs, but before you eat any anyone who's starting a nonprofit before you even get started you need to establish what is you what is your funding model where are you going to get the funds necessary to fulfill your mission you know to be successful um, there are multiple funding you know models to choose from and it it all um, boils down to you know the communities you're in the, the available resources you have and and how aggressive you're going to be it, it even in, in a nonprofit it takes a certain amount of uh, moxie in when it comes to selling your services you, you need to sell to your prospective funding sources on the mission that you're going to provide whether it's individual donors whether it's uh, foundation grants, corporate grants, or government grants. So first thing to do is define your funding model. You know, where is your funding going to come from? And so, you know, that there, there are multiple resources for funding. You know, you've got, um, again, individual donations, um, fundraising um, events, you know, a bake sale, a cookie sale, lemonade sale. We, we have a nonprofit who's, who started out with their daughter selling lemonade to benefit a specific nonprofit in the area. And now they've grown to a chain of lemonade stands around the city, specifically funding this one nonprofit. And, yeah. and it's amazing, you know, again, with, with being aggressive, you know, having a good message, you know, uh, communicating to the community the work that you're doing you know that in and of itself can help your funding model yeah i um, mean let's let's use well let's repeat what you're saying too i mean so what how do how do you raise money right so let's be more clear there is private donations okay mm -hmm. where also, you know it and it starts with friends and family right friends and family it's the same thing with any any for profit business too right so you you go friends and family, you raise, let's just say this one angle is smaller amounts of money. The other angle is you get a big donation, a big benefactor to give you a larger amount of money, right? Now the 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 next one is is uh grants, 
right? And just keep in mind, grants take years to win, okay? Because they don't want to fund new, a brand new nonprofit. They want you to show that you are established, that your processes and procedures are there, that you are you have a track record of serving people. You know that's important to them, and it, and learning how to fill out a grant application and how to win them is a skill in itself. Then there are major fundraising fundraising events. There's not just like what Joe said a bake sale, but there are you know having a very. I went to a very large one. I'm on a board of two nonprofits. I, one of my nonprofits is an $8 million nonprofit and their gala was huge. I mean, unbelievable. I couldn't believe how well run and how much money it made. Um, so there's, there's that there is um, that, you know, kind of, I would tell you, forget about loans. Okay. <laughs> the government doesn't give you loans. Okay. And uh, even a, uh, a, a an organization like my company, Financing Solutions, you, you know, you got to have some cash flow before we're going to give you a line of credit, you know, and and that would be the responsible thing to do. Too. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there so there there are a few other creative things, but you know, one of the things I've noticed, Joe, it is that there are often two types of founders. Um. There's the founder who is really good on this service side of trying to help their cause. So they're, you know, they really believe in what they're doing and they're really great on helping people or, you know, whatever it is that they're trying to do. And then there are the other ones who are really, really good at raising money. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of nonprofits that start are ones that the executive director, the founder isn't really good at raising money and mm-hmm. either they have to learn that skill set, which they don't often like to do um, or the nonprofit fails because you can't at a very young uh, nonprofit go out and hire somebody and say, you're in charge of fundraising. Mm-hmm. It's Cause just, that takes money. It takes money. And honestly, it it is if you're talking about the difference between serving your cause or raising money, you do more for your organization by raising money than you do by serving the people or the cause that you're trying to serve. Yep. Yeah, the and, money comes um, first. Yeah, and you got to be a go getter. You have to be a go getter to get that big donation to do those big fundraising events to get to the another side, which is grants, which is um, working with state and local government, um, federal government, you know, lo- those type of things. Um, it's, it's a real skill set, isn't it? It is. It is. And um, a lot of nonprofits are guilty of uh, trying to build their nonprofit with a single revenue stream. And you really need diverse revenue streams, you know, Fundraising is usually the start, you know, private fundraising, uh, fundraising events, you know, it is usually a good avenue to get started. But but from there, you you need to diversify. You know, as you said, getting grants is a long term process. It's not it. You can't just start a nonprofit and expect to receive a grant. 
you know, again, unless it's from friends or family, you know, you know someone who works for a large corporation, that corporation might have a foundation and you get fortune, you're fortunate enough to, to know the right people to get the money. But the, uh, the, the, really the key thing is, um, you know, it, it creating your funding model it is really a multi-step process. You know, you, you can't, um, you know, just wing it. You, you really have to build a plan, build a business plan like any other business would. And, you know, that business plan is going to be key to your success. Yep. You know, so, um, you know, number one is you, number one is plan, plan your, your revenue, plan your sources of revenue. You can't be reactive. You know, you have to, you have to have a, a specific plan in place on a year to year basis on, on, how you're going to raise funds. You know, you then have to like establish a budget. You need to know how much money you need to raise. You just can't, you know, throw out a number. Well, we'll be fine if we raise $10,000 for the first year when your expenses are 20. That it, it, you won't last very long if you can't cover, you know, all of your expenses. So a lot of people think, well, we, you're a nonprofit. You can't make money. Well, that, that's actually... The complete, it's the opposite of that, because if you don't make money, you can't fulfill your mission. So the mission of a nonprofit is not to be um, running at deficits. You know, the mission of a nonprofit is to be running at excesses every year where you have enough resources from year to year. So ideally, if you plan, you know, a budget for the first year and your budget is only 25000 you want to raise 50000 and that way you have enough in the bank, in, in, your, in your reserves, in your net assets for two years. The next year you raise another 50000 And, you know, as you raise that money year to year, your expenses are going to increase because your services are going to increase. So you want to plan. You want to, you know, build your budget, knowing how much money you're going to need to operate effectively. And, and. You know, again, it, there's multiple streams of revenue trying to figure out, you know, um, how much money you're going to need to be successful. And then, of yeah. course, go ahead. Well, I was going to tell you, like, uh, so the one of the boards, one of the nonprofits I'm on. So they they had never they've been around for several years. They had an all volunteer. You know, I, I'm, I'm being generous here, but the all volunteer board, all volunteer staff. Right. And um, they they um, what they did do is they collect the let me go to reverse. They 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 give away Halloween costume kids who can't afford it. And for those of you who say. uh, Who can't afford it, 90 percent of their their uh, kids are in foster care. Okay, and they do it throughout the United States. So they, in most cases, collect used costumes, and then they, then they get them over to the kids. They give the kids three choices. It's a great cause. They've given away about fifteen hundred costumes a year, but they've never raised money before. Mm-hmm. And so we, so this past year, um, I, I got them to start raising money, right? And we were able to raise ten thousand dollars. Right. And the executive director thought that that was a lot of money. 
like they, she thought, wow, you know, this is really a lot of money. Now, what we did with that money was we used it to buy new costumes because it was easier from a logistical standpoint, sometimes at late notice to get kids costumes that were new and not have to deal with the logistics of getting it there. So, um, and so when I, when I made her aware that that was hardly any money at all, you know, you know, to a, a, a layman who, uh, who hasn't run a business or a nonprofit, $10,000 doesn't go very far. Right. Uh, you know, again, this is an all volunteer board, but the, the eventual goal is for the executive director to do this full time. And you're not going to do that on $10,000. So, you know, so now I'm trying to turn her attention that they're down in New Orleans. I'm saying is, you know, you should really start thinking about having a big gala, you know, a big costume gala, just like the one I talked about my other nonprofit that I'm working with is doing. Right. So you go, the point of me doing this is illustrating uh, that the key to a nonprofit is, is raising money. Right, not so much about the people you serve. Unfortunately, you, you, it it's, it becomes a money-driven organization. The more money you, the you can get, the more people you can help. Um, is that has been your experience too, Joe? Oh, of course, of course, because uh, you know, as I mentioned, being a nonprofit doesn't mean that you don't need money. You know, being a nonprofit is just an IRS designation for your business that you don't have to pay income taxes on your on what are perceived as profits. But for a nonprofit, profits are not profits that are taxable. Profits are resources that are reinvested for the nonprofit to use in, in future fiscal years. So, you know, with your friend who you know started the the nonprofit to to provide costumes for underprivileged uh, kids, you know, they 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 start with raising you know funds, um, take you know with from you know family and friends, and then from there they say, okay, you know, we were successful this year. How do we expand that? You know, because we we don't want to just limit ourselves to a small. Um, community that we could help, we want to try to expand. The same yeah. thing with, with the lemonade stand. You know, they, they were they were doing well with one lemonade stand raising, you know, thousands of dollars, but then they said, this idea, you know, we could we could expand on this idea. So, you know, with with the help from the community, help of resources, you know, they were able to expand and not knowing what their financial situation is, but they're, they're bringing in much more money, which enables them to provide, you know, a greater diversity of services to larger communities, you know, and and it it just keeps expanding. So you, you really need to, um, you know, think like an entrepreneur, you know, being a owner of a nonprofit, more than anything else, you're an entrepreneur to make that business successful. Let's talk about the business plan that you know you've mentioned a couple of times and you just some key elements in it. You know, you don't have to make it a huge big 20-page document, right? You know, you start off by 
at least identifying who you're going to be serving first. Mm-hmm. What's yeah, the mission? mission statement? What's your mission mm-hmm. statement, right? right. And uh, it should be very concise. Let's be clear. It should be very, it should be, should not be a paragraph. It should be very simple. Um, number, number two is you should um, probably, uh, and there, this isn't any order, right? You should probably start putting together a budget of what you're going to need right? Mm-hmm. Based on your initiatives. Maybe that's another part about it. Under the mission statement, you want to put some of the initiatives, some of the things that you want to accomplish in your first year, your second year, and your third year, right? And then comes the budget. You're saying, based on those initiatives, you want to say, um, okay, this is how much money I'm going to need for this, right? And then the next thing is how you're going to raise the money. What's your plan, Right? And B, um, this is the other thing I learned because you know, I have built a, a number of companies myself is you don't, we, we are all overly optimistic when it comes to looking at our own business plan. And sometimes you need somebody to poke holes at that and say, this isn't realistic. All right. Um, and sometimes you'll, you'll have a founder or an owner who'll say is I'm going to do it. And that's all there is to it, but that's fine. You still want that naysayer to tell you, I'm skeptical. How are you going to do this? It'll force your business plan to get better. And, and then of course comes to the fundraising. Okay. This is how we're going to raise the money that we're going to need. And then you start getting into a little bit more details about those fundraising events or fundraising initiatives and how you're going to accomplish those things. What, what am I missing, Joe? Um, well, it, you really need to think, you know, it, this is kind of a cliche, but kind of think out of the box, you know, think about, you know, there, there's a lot of competition for donor, donor funds. If, if you're doing private donations, um, you know, outside of your, um, circle of family and friends, people are getting bombarded all the time to make donations to nonprofits. So what are you going to do to make your message stand out? And, you know, once once you've established your mission statement and established your budget, then you need to, you know, explore and brainstorm how we're going to execute this. And so it does take a little bit of creativity it takes a lot of moxie. It takes salesmanship and, 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 you know, persistence in order to fulfill, you know, so, you know, you hit all the right points on how to organize, but then, then the execution is really where um, it, that's where, that's what separates, you know, the successful from the unsuccessful businesses as a whole, and then nonprofits, you know, as a subset of a business. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, the thing that I've seen is the first couple of years, it really comes down to willpower, right? It really is about, you know, a consistent, incredible effort. A, a uh, And it's so, it's so easy to say that in the beginning, right? Oh, I'm going to work as hard as I can. I'm going to put a, a hundred hours in a week, but try doing that for six months, a year. And when you're getting lots of no's and how frustrating it is, um, mm-hmm. you know, so... You know, I I see it all the time that we get calls at Financing Solutions from people say, I had this great idea for a nonprofit, but all I need is money to start it. 
and they, you know, and so, you know, they're not going to get it from it. Yeah. That's that's an understatement. All I need is money to start it. To start (laughs) it. Right. And so you you have to understand that the, the skill set that you have to run a nonprofit and also to build a for-profit company, you will never not have to have that skill of being able to find money. It is, uh, it is, it's, it's like a, a rite of passage to building a nonprofit. That becomes, when you are running your nonprofit, that becomes 90% of the executive director's job. And everybody else is serving your, your, your cause, but you are, as the executive director, going to need to always be raising money. It's just, mm-hmm. that's, what it, that's what it happens. I see it all of the time with the executive directors. And yes, like at every different revenue stage in your organization, your skill sets will change, you know, mm-hmm. and as you continue to get these, get past maybe 2 million in revenue a year, you are then starting to work a little bit more on the nonprofit instead of in the nonprofit. And that's a nice thing, you know, instead of having to do everything because it's well known that executive directors, co-founders and executive directors, which is often the same thing, they're working crazy hours to get the job mm-hmm. done, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's nonprofit is not easy work. And even though this whole discussion is about money, it typically you're, you're starting a nonprofit, not for the money. But ironically, without the money, you can't start your nonprofit. Yeah. No, I also want no one. No one's going into the nonprofit business to get rich. Right. I I would also say this too. Um, the um, executive directors that I know who are very very successful um, are are often they're uh, autodidactic. They're self taught. So they're constantly learning. I mean, that's why I tell people to listen to the nonprofit MBA podcast. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I have incredible guests. I mean, 450 episodes. It's like going to, uh, you know, a lecture, you know, to really listen to some great people. And, you know, that's a good way to start, you know, start listening to a lot of the podcasts because, you know, you're really going to start learning the vernacular, uh, that you're really going to start learning industry terms. You're going to start getting ideas and you know, the more educated you are, um, the more the the better you're going to be at what you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. What, what do you yeah. see? What do you see the difference? The people that come to your uh, your software, which, by the way, is very inexpensive to you know to to start off with. Um, but when 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 people come to you. What do you notice about the executive, the nonprofits that succeed and the ones that don't? Succeed really care about their finances. Um, they, they, they want to know what is, what is my financial position? They, they want to be able to, at, you know, they, this, this is the funniest thing I hear all the time. I just want to press a button and know exactly where I stand financially. It's a little bit more than just pressing a button, but they, they care. They Obviously, they care about their mission, but more importantly, they care about their um, fiscal um, position. You know, where are they fiscally? Those are the ones that typically succeed because they know without the finances, they're not going to succeed. 
Whereas the ones that don't care about their finances, then they typically don't get very far because they, they have no idea what their financial position is. They don't know that they're losing money. They don't know that they have to raise more money. They don't know that they can't expand the services you know, that they're providing because they don't have the resources for it. So the ones that are successful are, they're the entrepreneurs in the nonprofit um, industry. They're the ones that understand um, business modeling, they understand planning, they understand execution, and they understand um, you know, what it takes to properly you know, uh, manage and uh, run a nonprofit, which you know, it all comes down to having enough resources, whether those resources are donated, um, in-kind contributions, getting a lot of volunteers to uh, buy into your mission and volunteer for their time, or getting um, money, identifying uh, what are the what are going what are going to be our funding streams to keep the nonprofit going and making sure those funding streams are sustainable from year to year to keep the business going. Yeah, um, I'm going to leave this podcast. We've kind of out of time. I'm going to leave this podcast on a positive note, though. There's a lot of money out there. There is just a lot of money, and you just need to get a person's time. Because I mean, you know, I, I you say uh, people are getting solicited all the time, but you know, not as much as you think. Not as much. There's not people don't give as much money as they should. And you know, I know, like my organization gives ten percent of our profits to nonprofits. So, you know, we, you know, and but I there's a lot of money out there, and. Uh, and you just need to be able to, like you said earlier in this podcast, be able to uh, get in front of them, create them, create a, a what's going to make you stand out unique. Because by the way, that costs a lot of money. So um, just keep that all in mind. So Joe, I'll let you have your last words before we kind of close this all out. Sure, sure. So, you know, it, it all comes down to, you know, you know, thinking through what your funding streams are going to be, you know, defining your sources. It's going to help your organization, you know, better position itself, you know, to attract, you know, additional funding, you know, increasing your funding streams, diversifying your funding streams. And this is going to um, ensure your long-term uh, sustainability as a nonprofit and, you know, increase uh, the impact you have on the community. Great. Yep. I agree. All right. Well, uh, it's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank so very much uh, Joseph Scarano from Arrays for coming on today's podcast. That's Arrays, A-R-A-I-Z-E dot com. And if you like today's podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend and also subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. If you like today's podcast, please also give us a review, a five-star review. It really helps us get the word out. The Nonprofit MBA podcast right now is in the top 3% of listened to nonprofit podcasts in the United States and where those reviews really help us. If you are looking for a line of credit for your nonprofit also, you can give us a call at 862-207-4118 or visit our website at nonprofitmbapodcast.com. Joe, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how would they go about doing that? Uh, go to our website, arrays, A-R-A-I-Z-E dot com, or send an email to sales at arrays.com. Great. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it.
Yeah, and so I want to thank all of you for um, uh, our listeners for doing all the heavy lifting of trying to make the world a better place. We certainly need it. There are a lot of problems out there, and you guys are out there on the front lines really making a big difference, and I thank you for that. I know Joe does too. I know Joe and I are doing our own part in our own way, but you're out there every single day, and I thank you. I just want to remind you you're not good to your family, your employees, your cause, uh, even yourself, if you don't take good care of yourself first. You know, I know you often might think of others first, but you need to think of yourself first, and then you can help everybody else after that. So make sure you're taking good care of yourself. You're eating right. You're sleeping right. We all know the right things to do, but we rarely prioritize them. So please make sure you do a good job of that. We need you. And other than that, I want to thank you for listening to the Nonprofit MBA podcast and have a great day. 